released Titanic 25 years ago. But despite all our efforts to make the film as accurate as possible, there's one thing some fans just can't accept. They insist Jack could have survived if he climbed on that floating piece of debris with Rose. People even claim to have proved it. Of course, Jack and Rose were fictional characters. Nearly 1,500 real people died that night, and my aim was to honor their memory. You know, imagine all of these people out there in the ocean. This is the crowd that was floating at sea. But if we look at Jack and Rose's plight as a reflection of real events, it raises interesting questions. What actually happened when Titanic sank? Would having more lifeboats on board have saved more lives? I think I probably would cut faster if my life depended on it. To find the answers, I'm going to revisit some relevant tests my team of experts and I have conducted. Yes! Then, for the first time, I'm going to recreate Jack and Rose on the raft in a controlled laboratory setting. So we're taking them to clinical hypothermia. out once and for all whether Jack could have survived the sinking of Titanic. Oh, I think we've seen enough. This is Sadie. She's on Verizon and she's got the new My Plan. So she gets exactly what she wants and only pays for what she needs. She picks her perks and saves on every one. Make your move to My Plan. Act now and get it for $25 when you bring your phones. It's your Verizon. beyond anybody's expectations. We knew when we were working on it, it was going to be epic. What a great setting for a love story. This fantastic shipwreck that has fascinated people for decades anyway, presented so vividly and so accurately. To go back there is to risk being pulled down into that icy water with them. So it's really a choice between your lives, their lives. James Cameron brought Titanic back to life as I've tried to do through my entire life with my paintings and you can't put enough value on that I knew the old lady in her grave that's the Titanic I knew Jim showed me this beautiful young woman we sailors tend to think of ships as women he showed me that beautiful ship well I just loved it that movie used Titanic as a stage to tell a teenage love story. It wasn't meant to be a historical narrative, but it created a passion in Jim to follow up that movie with actual expeditions to the actual wreck. And because of that continued interest that goes way beyond a feature film, we have made discoveries and learned things that have actually changed the history and our understanding of Titanic. Are you ready to go back to Titanic? On April 14th, 1912, at 11.40 p.m., the RMS Titanic struck an iceberg during its maiden voyage from Southampton, England, to New York City. Two hours and 40 minutes later, it sank to the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Of the more than 2,200 passengers and crew on board, just over 700 survived that night. The wreck remained lost at sea until 1985, when oceanographer Robert Ballard discovered it while on a secret mission for the U.S. Navy. His expedition changed the way we explore the deep. It changed my life. Bob and I met at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library to take a look at their exhibit on Titanic. 
everybody that dives Titanic has their own story of seeing it for the first time. And probably the most frequently asked question to me is what was it like seeing the wreck for the first time? I get time? asked, yeah, what was and it like? And I always want to tell them the story they want to hear, right. which was there she was in, you know, this beautiful stately ruin yeah, right, right, coming right. out of the darkness. That's right. not what happened. No. Oh, I remember. When we, this was where we came in. We landed here. And it's a cliff. The, you know, the wall of China. I mean, this is a wall. And the first thing I recognized was the anti-fouling paint. Yeah, the red, pink. the red paint. It was right? still pink, and I said, too bad they didn't paint the whole ship yeah. with that stuff. And the bilge keel is sitting up on exactly. top of the sand. It was back, right, back here. right there, yeah. and then the pilot, he said, we got to go. Yeah. So he dropped his weights, and then we began our ascent, but then these eyes, yeah, which is your lights kicking back. Your lights, you, all the eyes of the type, like the people in, were looking at us. If you could, it was spooky, yeah, because we were now on free ascent. Yeah, there was no, you couldn't stop. You dropped all your weights. Yeah, and it was just all these eyes, and then we cleared it. It was amazing. That's pretty much what it looked like to me the first time, except we were down here someplace, and we came in on her right about here yeah and we had come across this burned up mud yeah yeah he came up and we just cleared here yeah, right. and then we wound up sitting up here yeah but there's also nothing cooler than coming up on her from the from yeah the, from yeah the, that was our second right that's the money shot and that's the money shot right. looking up we did it for fake in the movie and it's, never it's the transition shot where it goes into 1912 yeah. Yeah. so we come past past old rose's face yeah. we come to that shot of the stem the vertical right. bow and then we we transition into 1912 and we crane up over right. and we see the whole ship if we're going to seriously consider the question of whether jack and rose both could have survived we need to look at the hardships they endured that night for starters the shocking way the ship broke apart the film Titanic depicted what we believed was an accurate portrayal of the ship's last hours. We showed it sinking bow first, lifting the stern high in the air before its massive weight broke the vessel in two. Over the past 20 years, I've been trying to figure out if we got that right. I've dived to the wreck dozens of times, and I brought in naval engineers to analyze all the complex variables at work. Now, I want to take it to the next level doing an actual real-world physical test of the sinking that incorporates the new information we've gathered. Will it sink the way we portrayed it? I don't know. Our mission is to mirror the physics at work as best we can and see what happens. There's a gazillion theories floating around. There always have been. We want to come up with a credible theory. The whole purpose of this investigation is to understand, does this hang on or does it go away? And I've been talking about the bow swinging down and breaking off for 20 years, but I never had any proof. It's just outside of science at this point. And I thought, well, let's just build a model and break it. I, I have no way of saying that that is in fact what happened, but I'd like to be able to rule it in as a possibility. Because then I don't have to remake the frickin' film. <laughs> We're going to be doing practical rigging with pyrotechnics and sinking it in a tank. I immediately thought of Gene Warren. I've known him forever. We've done a few projects together over the years. Let's think about what would be the best way to help hold that up when this breaks. He wanted us to do a disaster forensics on really what happened when Titanic sank. Because water is water. Water doesn't change its dynamics. Let's see what the bow does, let's see what the stern does, and recreate what might have happened. I've been wanting to do this damn model test for a long time. 
I knew that trying to incorporate all the lessons we'd learned about the sinking into a single model test wouldn't be easy. Well, that's not what I believe happened. But I was about to find out just how hard it would be. You're not following what I'm saying. Thanks. Jake from State Farm, I really need to know. Uh, go... Why did Titanic go down the way it did? The mystery of the ship's sinking has puzzled me for decades.